Heavenly Father, we just come to you this morning in the name of Jesus. And you see the time that we're living in. You see the evil that has not only perpetrated, penetrated our county, our communities, our county, our state, and our nation, but around the world. Lord, we pray this morning for our doctors and nurses, those who are working on the front lines to stem this, this evil that has come upon us. Protect them and keep them safe. We pray for those who are sick, Lord, that you will Strengthen them with might by your spirit in their inner man. Lord, don't be with the families of these people, Lord, that uh, are going through such a tough time. Lord, there's people out there that don't want to take this time seriously. Lord, prevent them as they seemingly go about not listening to those in authority over us. Protect the innocent. Protect them. Father, I pray for our people. I ask you put your angels around them. Keep them safe. Right now is calving season, Lord. We we ask for a bounty in the calves, no losses, protect the people. And Lord, as we dig into your word this morning, that you would open our eyes and our ears to your goodness, to your wisdom. How wonderful are your ways, how, how wise. Lord, anoint my lips. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have your Bible, turn in the New Testament to Ephesians chapter 4. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ephesians in chapter 4 is part of a letter Paul sent to the church at Ephesus while he was imprisoned in Rome awaiting trial. Paul pastored at Ephesus for a little over two years and he developed a, a deep relationship with those people. He wanted them and Christians everywhere to realize that they were equipped and empowered by the indwelling Holy Spirit. And, and being equipped and empowered that Christians everywhere, we, the church, are to mature so that we can extend Christ's fullness and the victory he bought over evil at Calvary. We can extend that here on the earth. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul calls for unity in verse 3. Verse 7, he talks about how that we each have been given gifts by Christ so that we can be a part of the body and cause the local body to grow and, 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 and be a blessing to the community and the surrounding areas. Listen, it's not God's will for any area to die. God wants to... And where you see a church that's growing in God, you're going to see a church that's pro you're going to see an area that's prospering. 
And then in verses 12 through 16 of Ephesians 4, Paul exhorts Christians to grow and to do what God has called us to do as part of the body of believers. Verse 13, he talks about maturity till we all come to the unity of the faith. In verse 14, he talks about stability, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. Verse 15, he talks about integrity. As we speak the truth in love, we will grow up completely in our relationship to Christ, who is the head of the church. Notice that. As we speak the truth in love, we will grow up completely in our relationship to Christ. The Apostle Paul is talking about how we converse with each other has to do with our growing and our relationship with Christ. They're tied together. Now, the word speaking the truth in love, that phrase can be rather vague. And so two weeks ago, I started to share with you four biblical principles that will help clarify how we should communicate with others. Uh, we learned the first thing is motive. Why am I telling this person this? Is it to repair a hurt? Is it to get even with them? Maybe they, some hurt that they inflicted upon me in the past. Is it to bring someone down so that they look bad and I look good? Is it to show people how much I know, how wise I think I am? Or is it a genuine desire to impart some truth to someone to help them? Whether we know it or not, God knows every thought and intent of our heart and why we're doing what we're doing. Proverbs 15:11 says, Even death and destruction hold no secrets from the Lord. How much more does He know the human heart? And Jeremiah 17, 10 says, But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. God knows the thoughts and intents of our heart, and we can't fool Him. And if our intent is anything other than pure before the Lord, what we're saying may be truth, but if it's not in love, God won't honor that. Matter of fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 tells us that our works are going to be tried when we get to heaven as Christians. We'll make it in the door, but the things we've done here on earth are going to be tried. And then from motive, the next biblical principle in speaking and conversing with one another is content. Notice he said, speaking the truth. The word truth in the Greek is the Greek word aletheia. It's an interesting word. It means truth. True means uncovered. No secrets. Do you know what you're saying to others is beyond is true beyond a shadow of a doubt? Or is there something that's being hidden there? What's your source? If it's from another source, what is your source? Is that source verifiable? Listen, church, if the only place you're getting your information is from the internet or one of the news channels, you got problems. I would love to tell you that 
the left is the only one that, that slants the news, but that's not true. Are you quoting? The other thing is, is what you're saying verifiable? Or did you just hear somebody say it? Might have been some preacher on TV, might have been a newscast. And if you're quoting something, are you quoting something correctly? Or are you slanting it for your own ability? You know, many times we hear about polls. You know, we can slant anything. If I go out here and I find 20 people and um, I find these 20 people and I make sure that 20 of them, I make sure out of the 20 that I find 15 of them are for candidate X. And the other five, I don't care who they're for. I can come to you and I can tell you, you know, we took a poll and 75% of the people were for candidate X. Well, what have I done? Well, I've given you misleading information in the sense that I've stacked that poll. We need to be careful that we don't slant things for our own benefit. And if it's something you've heard and you can't verify it, then either tell your source, say, well, you know, I heard this. Don't, don't say it like it's something that's true. You know, I heard this. Or don't say it at all. We are responsible for everything that comes out of our mouth, church. Listen to Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. And I tell you this. Jesus, this is Jesus speaking. You must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. The Bible over and over again in Deuteronomy, Job, Proverbs, Jeremiah, and Matthew tells us that we bear the burden of what we do and what we say in life. And so when we talk to others, do we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what we're telling them is truth? Or are we bending it just a little bit? I like what Proverbs says, Proverbs 24, 26. An honest answer is like a warm hug. Telling the truth in love. What's my motive? And then finally, what's my content? Is it verifiable? Next biblical principle I want to tell to you about is presentation. Okay, what I'm telling is the truth. It's verifiable. I know that it's true. If I'm not sure, then I go ahead and, and I say I'm quoting this from someone and my motives are correct. But what about my presentation? Am I speaking in a manner that's pleasant and receivable to the individual I'm talking to. Or am I saying one thing, but my body language says something else? You know, if we're talking and saying something and rolling our eyes, they're not going to believe what we say. What about the tone of my voice? Is it pleasant? What about the words I use? Are they abusive, unpleasant, hurtful, harmful, foul? I've always said this, 
that if what I'm telling you is true and you have a problem with the content of what I'm saying, that's your problem. But if my presentation is wrong, then that's my problem. Ephesians tells us this, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. I like the way the message puts that from Eugene Peterson. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. See only what helps. Each word is a gift. Proverbs 15 and 1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Presentation. Proverbs 15, 23. Congenial conversation. What a pleasure. The right word at the right time. Beautiful. Colossians 4 and 6. Let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer each one you know that word grace means bestows favor or delight and the word salt there is interesting it means prudence in other words wisdom applied to practice in other words when I'm speaking to someone even if we're sharing with them a concern we have about their life. God, let it be so that it shows them favor and it's, it's seasoned with your wisdom as I present it. Job 6.25, how forceful are right words. Proverbs 16.24, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Ecclesiastes 10, 12 through and 13. It is pleasant to listen to wise words because a fool's speech brings him to ruin since he begins with a foolish premise. Listen, if you're a Christian today, you have the Spirit of the Lord dwelling within you, and He will help you know not only what to say, but how to say it. One of the scriptures I quote over myself on a daily basis is Isaiah 50 and 4. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Morning by morning he awakens my ear to hears the learned. As I converse with others, what's my motive? Is my content true? Uncovered. In other words, I'm not hiding anything. What about my presentation? Are my words filled with love, with desire to help this individual. And then finally, my timing. What is my timing? You can do the right thing at the wrong time and it won't have the best or the desired results. 
Well, it's the same with speaking the truth in love. If it's the wrong timing or the wrong setting, that which you speak won't have the best or desired results. Proverbs 15.23 said, It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. Proverbs 25 and 11, the right word spoken at the right time is as beautiful as gold apples in a silver bowl setting. When we're conversing with people, especially if you're going to them with concerns about maybe their lifestyle or their life, ask God to help you. Ask God to give you his wisdom Ask the Holy Spirit that lives within you to to help you with your speech as you as you converse with others. Church, we're a body of believers. And as we grow in our relationship with each other and our relationship with God, not only does our church begin to grow and prosper, but it brings that to our community and our area. As we speak the truth in love, we will grow up completely in our relationship to Christ who is the head. I don't know about you, but I want to grow in my relationship with the Lord. I want His attributes of love and His his mercy and His goodness to be seen in my life. And part of that is I want to be careful when I speak to others, especially my brothers and sisters in the faith. I want Christ to be seen in me and through me. Lord, I thank you so much for your goodness. I thank you for your word that, that provides us with wisdom for daily life. Godly wisdom for daily living. Tells us not only how to live in our relationship with you, but how we can be a blessing to others just in what we say. Whether it's amenable conversation about the weather and the crops, our cattle, or whether it's something a little bit deeper. But Lord, help us. Lord, help us to grow in, in your grace. Help us to grow in your love. Help us, Lord, to be cognizant of our motives of our content, of our presentation, of our timing. You are when you deal with us. You know exactly what we need. And your presentation to us is always what we need. Lord, help us to grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen.